You're listening to How to Win with Mike Moore, the podcast that provides you with practical insights on how to win in every arena of life. Hello, I'm Mike Moore, and welcome to the How to Win podcast. These podcasts are based off 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. It says, now thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph. Listen, I'm so glad to have you with us today. We are in my leadership edition of How to Win, and God wants you to win as a leader, whether it's in your home, uh, leading in your home, leading at at work, leading in business, leading in your church, leading in your organization. God wants you to take your leadership to another level. And that's my assignment. I want to help you to take your leadership to another level. We begin a series that I believe is going to impact your life in a very wonderful way. Is entitled a leadership mentality. Proverbs 23, 7 says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So it is with leadership. As you think or the level of your thinking will determine the level of your leadership. In fact, leadership effectiveness or Ineffectiveness is a reflection of the leader's thinking. So that's what this series is about. This th- series has three parts. Uh, part one, uh, foundations. We were talking about foundational uh, principles and foundational stones to successful leadership. The second part that we're in right now is concepts, and and we'll continue to talk about that. And then the third part of this series is attitude. We want to talk about attitude. So we're in part two, where we're talking about concepts, and there are four elements of thinking through concepts. Successful leadership The successful leader has to learn to think through issues and problems and direction, thinking through concepts. There are four elements. Number one, analytical thinking. Number two, conceptual thinking. Number three, strategic thinking. And then number four, customer oriented thinking. Now, in lesson one, we talked about analytical thinking. You can go back on YouTube, go back to Mike Moore Ministries, and you can listen to lesson one. Lesson two, we talked about conceptual thinking. Again, you can go back and you can pull that up and you can get blessed by that. Today, we're going to look at strategic thinking in lesson three. Strategic thinking under the heading of concepts. So we're going to talk about what is strategic thinking. I'm going to give you a proof text, and then we're going to talk about the process of of strategic (coughs) thinking. So allow me to give you a definition. What is strategic thinking? Strategic thinking is a thinking 
pathway that enhances one's ability to visualize the future in a structural way and then apply thinking to the long-term direction of the organization or the long-term direction of where you want to go in what you are doing. Strategic thinking is a thinking pathway that enhances your ability to visualize the future. We're talking about the future when we talk about strategic thinking, visualizing the future, and then apply thinking to the long-term direction of the organization. I'll give you a second definition of strategic thinking. Strategic thinking is thinking beyond the here and now in relations to a problem, function, or situation. It is thinking beyond the here and now. If you're going to be successful in your business, church, organization, or nonprofit, listen, you're going to have to think beyond the here and the now. You, it's important for you to think about the present. It's important that you steward the present well. But if you're going to be successful over the long term as a leader, you have to think beyond the here and now in relations to a problem, in relations to a function or a situation. We're talking about strategic thinking. I have a scriptural proof text because these leadership uh, lessons are based off biblical principles. In the early 1980s, as a young pastor, the Holy Spirit said to me that the word is the answer. The word of God is the answer. And he was saying that the word of God is the answer for any need, whether it be spiritual or mental emotional, physical, social, or financial, the the answers is found in God's word, the Bible. Well, when he said that to me, I now realize that the word of God is the answer for leadership. In other words, there are biblical principles that you can apply in your life and it will enhance and develop you as a leader. So I want to look at a text that that relates to Jesus feeding the 5,000. Maybe you've heard about, about that. Jesus took five loaves, two fish, and fed 5,000 men and children. Now, before he did the feeding and before this miracle took place, Jesus went up into a mountain and sat down and then he looked out and he saw the multitude (laughs) coming uh, his way. So he's thinking now strategically. Now he's going to minister to them. He's going to teach them, but he's thinking beyond the here and the now. In John chapter six, It is recorded, this feeding of the 5,000, verses 5 through 6 in the New King James Version. 
listen to and remember we're talking about strategic thinking, thinking beyond the here and the now. Then Jesus lifted up his eyes. Remember, he's up in the mountain. The multitude is coming. He lifted up his eyes and seeing a great multitude coming toward him, he said to Philip, where shall we buy bread that these may eat? Now, strategic thinking. He's thinking beyond the here and the now. Because the multitude, they have not arrived. They're not hungry. They don't need any food at this point. But he's thinking beyond the here and the now. So he turns to one of his disciples and he says, Philip, where can we buy bread so all these people can be fed. So it's apparent that he's thinking about the need they will have for physical food and supply. He's already thinking about it before the need arrives. Where can we buy bread? Well, now this, the rest of the text tells us what his thinking was, but this he said to test him. So when he asked Philip, where can we buy bread? What store? Is there a grocery store? Is there a Walmart superstore? Is there a food mart somewhere where we can buy bread? He never intended to go to a store and buy bread. The scripture says, but this he said to test Philip. For he himself knew what he would do. Now listen at that. That's, that's futuristic in his thinking. The scripture says, for he knew what he would do. Would do has to do with the future. The need hasn't uh, manifested. The multitude hadn't gathered yet. They're on the way, and he's thinking about feeding these people because they're going to be at this, this point for several days, and uh, he's already thinking ahead of how he's going to meet their needs. Strategic thinking. He doesn't wait till the need manifests to think through it. So now watch this. We're talking about strategic thinking, and you can develop yourself, regardless of whatever level you're on, you can develop yourself as a strategic thinker. Now, we're going to get back to this feeding of the 5,000 uh, men plus women and children, but there are some strategic questions that you should ask yourself. If you're going to develop yourself in this conceptual thinking, you're going to have to develop yourself. Now, now watch this. What has God said to you about your future? That's a question that you should be asking yourself. What has God said to you about your future? Your calling your future calling, your future dream, your future organization. What, what has God said to you? 
about the future. John 16, 13, Jesus said that when the Holy Spirit comes, he will show us things to come. Now, that's the advantage that we have as Christian leaders. And I know some of you may not be Christians, but you can become one. That's the advantage that we have is that when we receive Christ into our life, the Holy Spirit comes to live on the inside of us. And one of his assignments is to prepare us for the future. In fact, he will show us things about the future. So what has God, strategic question, what has God said to you about your future? The future goal or the future dream or your organization or your business or your for-profit or non-for-profit business in the future. What has God said to you about your future? That's a strategic question. A second strategic question is now, what do you have to do or change about today to prepare for your tomorrow? I'm going to say that again because that's a good question. If you have a dream or a goal or a purpose or a calling, if you want to take your organization into the future, the strategic question you have to ask and answer for yourself is now, what do I have to change or do about my present, my today, to prepare me for my tomorrow, my future? What do you have to do to prepare yourself for tomorrow, for the future? What do you have to change something you're doing or, or something you need to do? What do you have to change about your present in order to prepare you for your tomorrow, your future? Strategic questions. Now let's go back to the feeding of the 5,000. It is also recorded in Mark chapter 6, verse 34 through 44. And much of the time when we read these Bible stories, we miss the fact that Jesus was a strategic thinker. He really was. So when you talk about strategic thinking, there is a process. And I give you a very simple process of strategic thinking. Number one, you must have an objective. Number two, you must have a strategy. And then number three, you must have execution. Objective, strategy, execution. The three components of strategic thinking. An objective, strategy, execution. Say that. Objective, strategy, execution. Come on, let's say that one more time. Objective, strategy, execution. Now, I know for some of you that CEOs and, and, and you 
uh, uh, consultants. I may be oversimplifying it, but I want everyone to get this. An objective. Jesus had an objective. The objective deals with the what. What do you want to accomplish? What do you want to do? Uh, what do you want to be in the future? What do you want to achieve? Objective. Where are you going? For Jesus, Jesus' objective was to feed 5,000 men plus women and children. Secondly, you must have a strategy. Your strategy involves is really your plan. You know what you want to achieve. You know where you want to go. You know what you want to do. Now you have to have a strategy. Your strategy is your plan for achieving your objective. Your, your strategy will involve the who question, the what question, the when question, the how question. So when we look at this, this feeding of the 5,000, we see Jesus has a strategy. It involves the who question. The who question has to do with the people. Okay, who do I need? on my team, or who do I need to help me to achieve my objective? It also, the who question also deals with your target audience. Who am I trying to reach? In this scenario, there are 5,000 men plus women and children. The what question under your strategy deals with your resources. What resources do I have? What money do I have? What what facilities do I have? Uh, what land do I, I need? What is it that, what resources? And here, when we look at this feeding of the 5,000, Jesus had five loaves, two fish, and he also, one of his resources was prayer. Five loaves, two fish, and prayer. That's what his resources strategy also involves when. When, in other words, when has to do with time. How much time do I have? How much time uh, uh uh, what time frame do I want to accomplish this in? For example, Jesus had been ministering the, to these people for three days. They had been there for three days, and now it's late in the afternoon. Well, he the time frame is short because he has to feed these people before nightfall. Because if night falls, you're not going to be able to see them because they don't have light poles and electricity and all that. They're going to be in the dark. So he, he has to look at the time frame that he has to work with. So uh, the strategic plan always deal with the time, what, what time I have to work with. But not only that, what is the, what is the time frame that I want to achieve this in? Do I want to achieve this in a year? Do I want to do it in six months? Uh, the time, that's a part of your strategy. And then how, the, the how is a part of the strategy and it's going to get over also into your execution. But you know, 
you know, how how are we going to do this thing? How much uh, food do we need to give each family? How much food do we need to give the singles, individuals? So there's some strategy going on here, even though when we read it, we read it just as a Bible story. And then finally, you have to have execution. Execution deals with implementation. I have an objective. That's my goal. That's my what. I have a strategy. That's my plan. Now I got to execute. That's implementation. So in this particular scenario, we have to organize the crowd, set them down in fifties and hundreds. That's a part of execution. We have to bless the food. That's a part of execute. We have to pass the food out to the disciples. The disciples has to pass the food out to the different groups. And then we have to gather the fragments. Execution. Execution is implementing your strategy and your strategies, your plan for your objective. Now, I know that's very simple, but every strategic thinker has to think in terms of the objective. That's the what, what I want to do, where I want to go, what I want to achieve. And then your strategy, what is my plan? And then my execution, that's the implementation uh, of the strategy to accomplish the objective. I want to close with this statement. You cannot, leader, practice small and play big. You cannot practice small and play big. And I know you're big time. You're called to be big time. You're called to do great things, big things. That's God's plan for your life. Regardless of where you are right now, you're called to do great things and and big things. And I know you have a big dream, but you cannot practice small and play big. Only thinking about the now, if you're only thinking about the present, and you're never thinking about the future, you're practicing small. Listen, uh, this concludes our teaching on strategic uh, strategic thinking. We're going to close this out, this part, part two, on thinking concepts by talking about customer-oriented thinking in our next episode. Listen, I trust you've been blessed through this. And I pray that you go back, listen to it, tell others about the podcast, about how to win. And then I pray that you have a successful rest of the week. I'll see you next time.